podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to Across the Pond Sports Podcast. It is part two of our Super Bowl coverage for this week. It's Super Bowl week. Super Bowl Sunday is just around the corner, just a few days away. So we've got some guests for you today. Katie is here, as always. Uh, we also have John Murray and Craig Nickel, um, who both took part in Guest the Win Margins. Um, so they're going to give their insights into the Super Bowl and kind of what happened this season as well. As always, you can get us on our social media feeds, Across the Pond Sports Podcast, on Instagram and on Facebook, and on Twitter at ATP Sports Pod. Um, and on Clubhouse as well, if you're on there, at ATP Sports. So you can get us anywhere you want um, and drop us a line, drop us some feedback. And if you are done listening with the episode, once you're done, um, why not give us some feedback, maybe even a five-star review. That'd be awesome if you're listening on um, Apple. Um, apart from that, um, got a great show lined up for you with uh, some great guests and um, some great personalities um, so you're really going to enjoy this. And uh, yeah, last last NFL show. It's kind of sad, but uh, all good things come to an end. But the good thing is, there's always next season to look forward to. So let's get on with the show. So for Super Bowl, we thought we'd bring in the big guns and we certainly haven't let you down. We've brought back Craig Nickel, who was exceptionally popular um, last time we had him on. And also John Murray, who was also popular and beat us at guess the win margins. Um, beat me and Katie. That was a hard pill to swallow, um, have to be honest. But yes, this is part two of our Super Bowl kind of week of coverage. Um and we're going to start off with COVID. Um, it was a big part of the season and, and how we got to the, to the Super Bowl. And we've managed to get to the Super Bowl on time. Just in terms, John, of, of your thoughts on how the NFL have handled COVID. Um, have, have, for you, I mean, they've got us the Super Bowl on time. So, I mean, that's, that's a win. But have they handled COVID well throughout the season, even though there's a few bumps? So I, I gave them a four just because of the fact that I would have given them all five. Uh, but, you know, we had to play without quarterbacks for the Broncos for one whole week. Uh, so that was the only reason why they didn't get a perfect score. Um, realistically, like looking at the NFL schedule, like last February and March, I was like, there is no way in God's green earth that the NFL is going to be able to pull off this many weeks of football and get all the games in, still be able to do the playoffs and still be able to do the Super Bowl and, here we are. So four out of five only because the Broncos couldn't play with quarterbacks. They had to go with the wide receiver. Well, here, here I've got a question for you then. Um, the NHL fined the Washington Capitals $100,000 um, for basically the same thing as the, the Broncos quarterbacks did, just not social distancing, not wearing masks and so on. Um, would you have preferred the $100,000 fine? Without question, just to avoid that kind of embarrassment in the quarterback locker room. And, and honestly, I'm surprised they didn't think of that earlier because the, you know, the no fun league, they like to make sure that they get their money in any fine possible. So I'm surprised they let the NHL beat them out on that. Yeah, it was, it was one that the NHL did levy towards Washington. It was, uh, I think that's just trying try to set a precedent for the season. Um, back to NFL. Um, Craig, what about you? Did the, the NFL manage to pull this off? The Browns didn't have too many issues when it came to COVID, did they? Um, well, until the end of the season, we actually had a, a couple of guys out at key points, but we still managed to make the playoffs in spite of that. Um, I think they did as well as they could do. You know, it's a very fluid season, a fluid situation throughout the year. At the start of the year, you know, like John, I was thinking there's just no way that this is going to work out and they're going to be able to get everything in, but you know, they had that postponement early on with the Titans and Steelers, I think it was, and they yeah. managed to shuffle everything around and, and 
got everything in. So they, they completed the season, you know, albeit with a couple of teams missing players here and there, but they got the season in and that's what we want as fans and supporters. You know, we want to watch them play football and that's what they've done. And, you know, means we can look forward to Sunday. Out of a score out of five, what would you give the NFL for how they've, they've handled the season? I'll give them five. I'll give them five. I think, you know, there's not much you could go back and change. You know, I, I quite enjoyed the Denver Broncos playing the wide receiver at quarterback. So I'll keep that extra point in there. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, yeah, the Steelers, um, they were dealt a blow twice um, during the season. They, they got messed around probably more than most teams. And it wasn't even them that had the COVID issue. So um, it was the teams that they were going to go up against that did. Um, Katie, what about you? NFL, they did a good job, didn't they? You know, I think that John and I are on the same page. I'd give them a four out of five. And I think that we both hold a little bit of resentment and a grudge against the NFL for making us try and play against one of the best teams in the league without a quarterback. Um, I mean, for crying out loud, they, they moved the Patriots game when Cam Newton got sick. So that was a little frustrating. But um, I, we never expected to have all of the games played on time. And we had to do the COVID shuffle a few times, but everything ended up working out. The, the Super Bowl is set to be played on time. I mean, we didn't miss out on the, the, the Pro Bowl this year, but I don't think really anyone really missed that game. But it's, it's one of those things where it was weird circumstances and everyone had to be flexible and um, adjust to things because it's weird times right now. And, and they did it. Um, so I give them a, I give them a four out of five, just because I hold a little bit of a resentment towards the league, making us play without a quarterback. Um, so again, probably a bit of bias there from, from John and, and Katie, but, um, I, I think they handled it actually reasonably well. I have to admit, I've never been a big fan of Roger Goodell. Um, uh, probably dumped on him a few times with some of the decisions he makes with like deflate gate and so on. But um, I have to say, I think they have done a really, really good job in how they handled COVID. Yes. They had the, the COVID shuffle um, a couple of times and that's, that's going to be tough for any league. And we've seen how other leagues handled it. Um, and I think they did a pretty good job. I think five out of five probably is fair. Um, I don't think there is much else they could have done. Um, to kind of negate anything else. I think they had all their protocols in place and they did everything that they possibly could. Um, and so it, it's, it was a tough one. But I think in week five, Katie, was it? I predicted that the um, Super Bowl would probably be played in March. Um, so the fact that they've, they've managed to, to um, get us there um, and that was week five, not even the start of the season, just how things had went with the Steelers, the Titans and everything else. And then obviously the, the Patriots. I just didn't see this happening on time whatsoever. So now nah, I give props to, to Roger Goodell, probably for the first time in my life. Um, in terms of COVID and how we as fans will be watching uh, the Super Bowl. Um, I know some people are having Zoom parties um, while they're watching it, and some people are going on Collide, which is uh, an app that myself and Katie were on throughout the season. Craig, how are you going to be watching the Super Bowl compared to how you would normally watch the Super Bowl this year? Um, well, normally, I was talking about this with my with my mates earlier this week, is we, we usually in some sort of establishment, you know, getting the beers in, playing pool, eating lots of food, uh, watching it on the big screens. And it's actually a year to the to the day is the last time we were out before COVID. Um, you know, we didn't get, didn't get a chance to go out again before lockdown. So it's a bit unfortunate. But, um, you know, we've been pretty regular with our Zoom parties for watching Red Zone throughout the year. Um, so I think our, our little Zoom crew will get back together and watch the NFL, drink some beer, hopefully, hopefully enjoy the game. Awesome. John, what's it like in Atlanta? Because obviously restrictions are a bit different where you are. Um, and certainly with Katie as well, I know that they're a lot more open compared to the UK, which is pretty much in lockdown. How are you going to be enjoying the game compared to normal? So I've got an interesting year this year. Uh, normally I'm hosting a Super Bowl party, party somewhere, uh, whether it's a bar or restaurant or whatever. Um, this year I'm actually working a Georgia Tech game earlier in the afternoon. And then I have to decide if I want to go out to a bar afterwards and watch it and go eat some hot wings uh, or if I want to come home and watch it on my nice big TV at home and 
in the comfort of my pajamas. So I think I'm probably leaning towards coming home after the Georgia Tech game uh, and then just watching all the festivities from here and using my nice little Instapot air fryer for my hot wings. So You can't have a Super Bowl without hot wings. Um, without question. Katie, what about you? Are you, are you going to just uh, put your feet up at home and chill out? Yeah, so we have a uh, projector um, that we hang up a, a big old sheet and we can put the projector uh, up and watch the game on that. So we'll probably be doing that. And, you know, we're, we love pizza in our house. So I'm all about ordering some pizza, making some guacamole and um, yeah, just, just hanging out. Um, we're, we're, we've kind of quarantined ourselves with our, our neighbors across the street. They have a little girl too. And we all get together and um, hang out. <laughs> it's, so it's, it's, we're still able to spend some time with some friends, not the traditional large Super Bowl party like what I typically like to host. I love, COVID's been hard on me and my party throwing. I love having people over and um, just introducing people and, and trying to have a good time with everyone. So uh, just trying to do it with our neighbors across the street is, is a victory in my book. Awesome. I noticed there that, that as we went along, the screens got bigger and then we, Katie goes all in with her projector. Um, I, I will be uh, sitting at home with my feet up um, with no beer because I'm on a diet and um, probably not many snacks either. Um, I'll have to have some chicken wings. So like that's like a necessity. So I'm, I'm with you there, John. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be sitting in front of my medium-sized tv um yeah, i get you some seltzers some of the bud light seltzers they're only 10 calories and five percent i'm telling you seltzers are the way to go when you're on a diet i don't know if you can get them here i've not seen them so i'll have to we'll, we'll tell, tell me we'll you can definitely get them here it's white claw you can get but brewdog uh, have their own version as well the bud light ones are better though. so ho- hopefully we're getting sponsored by that right <laughs> yeah yeah i think we, i think we probably should Craig, just out of curiosity, Craig, who's your team? Who's your Who's your NFL team? Cleveland Browns. Okay, they had a hell of a year. I, I was hoping yeah. it was them and the Bills in, in the AFC Championship. It was close. It was close. And I obviously close. didn't want Mahomes to get hurt, but when he went down, we were like, wow, we got, we got a chance here. Yep. You know, Craig, I hope you listened to the episode when no one believed in your Browns, except for me. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I, I believed I in the Browns. Browns too. Well, no, 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 no. no. The, but in the playoffs, in the playoffs for the, the Browns to beat the Steelers, no one believed in the Browns. No one no did. One did. But except no one gave us a chance. I did. Hey, Katie, I, I did, know, Craig. I had the week I 17 prediction. I had the week 17 prediction that if the Browns beat them for the week 17, that they would beat them again in, in the playoffs. You did. I just had you did have that one. Yeah. <laughs> it was myself and Jenna. We, we went with the Steelers. <laughs> See, and you know what, Craig, I'm right there with you. Like the Browns, I thought that they were going to have, like as soon as Mahomes got hurt, like you could see the life in the Browns sideline. Like you could see like, oh my gosh, we we could win. I was lying down. I was done. Like I was like, oh, this sucks. With Patty Mahomes getting hurt right there, did any of you guys like feel like you were watching Space Jam when the aliens like took over the body? That's kind of what he looked like when he went down. He was like... Yeah, he did not look good. Like, I'm surprised he's playing. <laughs> surprised he played last week. Yeah, I, I was hoping he wasn't because I wanted the Bills to go to the Super Bowl, but yeah. Yeah, well, my, my prediction of Bills Packers went pretty well. So <laughs> nice. maybe don't maybe don't ask me who I think is going to win the Super Bowl or just pick the other team. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, we'll let Craig pick first then. <laughs> when it comes to that part, we can all just go opposite. So by now, you'll have seen our website, atpsports.net. You're going to admit, it's pretty awesome. It was brought to you by the team at Data Squared. You can find them on the web, datasq2.co.uk. They're dedicated to bringing you the very best in website design, hosting and security. Their aim is to provide you with the very best package you need to help you spread the word about your business. Data Squared will design and build a website for you. And they'll build it not just for desktop, but for all devices so you can be seen on the move. Data Squared will help you choose your domain, making sure it's relevant to you and your business. And they'll open up an online store for you. They have the tools um, so you can keep track of customers, their orders, stock and much, much more. So why not expand your business online today? 
with Data Squared. Visit datasq2.co.uk. We've still got John, Craig and Katie, so we've got a full-on show today. And um, we know how people are going to be watching the Super Bowl now, so let's talk about the Super Bowl itself. Um, Katie, what would it mean to the Buccaneers um, if Brady was to give them a Super Bowl? And a supplementary question, what does it mean to Patriots fans knowing that it's not for New England? Well, you know, I'm I'm glad that you, you brought up the fact that what does it mean for New England? Because I think that while Bill Belichick is is a great coach, maybe maybe it's always been Tom Brady. Now I say that, and that he's had quite the supporting cast built around him. I mean, he has Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones II. I mean, the Mike Evans, Chris Scott. I mean, like the list goes on. Um, so he's had quite the team built around him. I think that if Tom Brady were still in New England with the supporting cast that was in New England this year for for poor Cam Newton, um, I don't know if he'd still be in the Super Bowl um, because who would he have thrown to? I, I think that this is a great uh, great opportunity for for Tampa, and I think that you know they the fact that they're going to be at home for the Super Bowl is so cool. Um, we we kind of look at that every year and like, oh man, wouldn't it be neat if the home team was able to host a Super Bowl and it, it finally has happened. Um, so I, I'm excited about that. And I think that Tom Brady having the opportunity to lead the Bucks, um, a new team to the Super Bowl in his first year there is is exciting. Um, but maybe maybe Brady's been the magic man for all these years. Yeah, maybe. Um, Craig, can Brady pull this off and I mean, in terms of the Buccaneers themselves, surely they, uh, you, they're going to build statues for him in Tampa. Um, well, they can obviously be very thankful for Brady for what he's done. You know, he's been the playoffs. I think I've, I've went against them every round so far in the playoffs, except from the Washington game. Um, and he's just keeps performing and get, keeps finding a way to get it done. Um, I think it's really telling the, the win bonuses that, Brady's getting. I think he's due, if he wins the Super Bowl, he's due to get just over $2 million. Um, and I think he'll quite a lot, quite a lot of money all, all the way through the playoff wins. So they've, the Bucks have clearly invested in him. They really they put all the players around him, like Katie says. They've also got a really good defense around him. So they are, they are set up to compete in the Super Bowl. And maybe we, we should have been looking at them a little bit earlier. Um, so, yep, they've absolutely got a chance. You can never write off Brady, but the Chiefs are pretty special as well. So hopefully we'll have a good game on Sunday. So, John, earlier on in the season, uh, Brady was throwing eggs around the field. Um, he was underthrowing, overthrowing. Um, but come December, he, he turned into the New England Patriots, uh, Tom Brady. Um, surely now this is his, his time. Uh, you know, he's, he's getting on in years. Um, is, is this his last one? I see. I think if uh, Brady wins on Sunday, you could see him right off into the sun, into the sunset. Um, I think that he joined the Bucks to make some new records that nobody has done before. Uh, obviously, the one that you guys were talking about first—you know, the home team finally had a chance to play at home for the Super Bowl—and you kind of actually have to wonder if that was part of his his decision making when he chose to join the Bucks at the beginning of the season, saying, "Hey, Super Bowls in Tampa." What if, and then, you know, Brady's magic aura and cleft chin made it happen with Giselle in the background. But, you know, he's he, he's going to be able to do a lot of stuff that a lot of other quarterbacks haven't been able to do, which, you know, is also to win a Super Bowl with more than one with more than one team. Uh, you, you know, you look at Peyton Manning and those two have been kind of arch rivals when it comes to the record book. So maybe this is him saying to Peyton Manning, hey, look, I could do it, too. Yeah, um, you would certainly get that one um, with Manning. I would Manning and, and Payne, uh, sorry, Manning and uh, Brady certainly had their their battles through their career, but um, you, you would probably have to still call Tom the the goat. I think there's there's probably no question in that. Is Without there? question, I, I I think that if he wins this one, there there's no reservation that he is the goat, uh, and he was the mastermind in New England. I agree with Katie one hundred percent. But I'll also tell you this too, if he manages to win, especially this year after the season that they had, you're going to see an influx of pirate costumes this year for Halloween. <laughs> Apparently, there's already been 
the, the Buccaneers ran out of merchandise or um, whichever firm it is that sells sure. it ran out of Brady stuff uh, because it's just going off flying off the shelves. Um, moving on more to Kansas, um, reading the homes, um, Craig, they have become a bit of a formidable force, much like Belichick and, and Brady were um, when they were in New England together. Um, are we seeing the birth of a, a new pairing of coach and, and quarterback? Um, possibly. Um, to, I, don't, I don't think two in a row yet gets them the, the same title that Belichick and Brady can can have with their, their six wins. Um, but the, that's not to say that they can't go on and do it. They've certainly, set, they've certainly got a, a lot of weapons around. Um, they've got obviously tied Mahomes down for the foreseeable future. They've got a lot of good weapons around there. And Andy Reid's showing that he's got quite a lot of tactics around him to win games. You know, fortunately for them, just edging out the Browns earlier in the playoffs. But, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're close. Um, they, they absolutely have the potential, but they need to win it this year and they probably need to be there or thereabouts for the next few years as well before they get quite in the same regard in my books. John, that contract that the uh, Mahomes signed at the beginning, before the season began was a huge contract. Um, so uh, Kansas City are totally invested in him. Um, much as Brady was invested in when he was in New England, um, is this the, an almost passing on of the, the torch uh, from Brady to Mahomes? I mean, I, I think so. Um, you were kind of talking about the coaching situation too. You, you know, I think Andy Reid's good, uh, but I also think Eric Bieniemy, their offensive coordinator, is is a very talented guy that that I, that I think is actually one of the, the people that is drawing as much attention. Um, but it, as far as that goes, I, I mean, it could, but it also depends on who wins. If if the Chiefs happen to win again, it could be the passing of the torch. Um, but on the flip side, if, if the Bucks win, you know, the Patriarch quarterbacks, uh, you know, are they going to last a little bit longer until, you know, they age out of the game? Uh, you, you know, it'll time will tell, but I, I think it'll be based off of who wins on how much further along the passing of the torch is. I think this game will, will tell that for sure. You know, John, I'm glad that I'm going to take us on a little bit of a tangent here, James, sorry, but I'm so glad that you brought up Eric Bieniemy for the Chiefs because he's been overlooked now two years in a row when he has been kind of the, the lead candidate for a head coach position. Yep. And he's been passed over two straight years. And I, I think that, yeah, Andy Reid is a mastermind and, and his, you know, the, the team that he and the coordinators that he has uh, built in Kansas city to help these young players has been ideal. But like you said, you know, the office of coordinators really is what is helping Patrick Mahomes be so successful. What do you think about him being passed over two years in a row? So I, I've listened a lot of back and forth about this. Uh, I, you know, Eric Bieniemy, a Colorado buff. Um, I think that he's a very talented guy. My question is, is what is going on in the interviews? Does he just not interview well? Um, is it because he is going so late into the playoffs, into the Super Bowl, that he's just not being looked at because teams want their their shiny new coach now versus you know two weeks from now? Um, I don't know. There, there's a big question. My, my question is, is, you know, you've got all these other coaches. What is he saying in the interviews where they're just not pulling the trigger on it? But I, I think he's still a talented coach. I just think that, you know, there may need to be some progression on the, on, on that side of it. Yeah. I know that Bruce Aarons um, was asked about that, what his thoughts were on, on him being passed over. And I mean, like, this is the, the coach for the opposing team. He was asked what his opinions were. And he yep. even said that he thought that the head coaching um, interview process, it, it shouldn't happen until after the Super Bowl happens because of reasons exactly like this, where there is a good candidate, but they might not interview well because they're still maybe a little distracted thinking about the upcoming game and maybe they're not interviewing well. So, um, yep. Yeah, exactly. So that's just just curious what your thoughts were on it since you Absolutely. since you brought him up. Um, moving on back to the Super Bowl, then. Um, <laughs> thanks, Katie. Um, we've obviously talked about Brady and Mahomes there. They're the kind of headline headliners for the game. Craig, for you, is there a player on either team um, that you think 
will just shine and just have like a kind of coming out moment um, on, on a Super Bowl stage? Um, well, I mean, it's, I'm not sure it's a coming out moment because he's been around for a while, but I think uh, Travis Kelsey's certainly set up to have a good game. Um, he's been spectacular. Well, he was spectacular all the way through the season, but he's really turned it on in the playoffs. Um, you know, he's the focal point of the offense. Everything goes through him. Obviously, Tyreek Hill's got plays with, he's a large part to play as well. But um, I think whenever anything's in trouble, you know, you can you can rely on Kelsey being there in the middle of the field and. You know, not only get receptions, he gets yards after the catch as well. He's a hard guy to tackle. So I expect him to you know, be a leading candidate for a leading player in this game. So maybe an MVP then? Possibly. I, I did deliberately stay away from saying MVP there. I, <laughs> I noticed you did. That's why I just started bringing it back gonna in. Be, well, you would expect it to be one of the quarterbacks. But yeah, yeah he, he'll do well. He'll, <laughs> have you put any money on him being MVP? No, I have not. Oh, yeah. Might, okay. might have him as an anytime touchdown scorer, but. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, John, what about yourself? Is, is there anyone on either side that, that excites you and you think is going to have a big, big game? So it's it, it's going to be interesting. Um, I think that if uh, Patty Mahomes can get the ball out quick, I, I think that he might shine. But, you know, I'm still worried about him and his concussion protocol stuff, even though he was clear to play last week. But I think the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to rock him. Uh, I think they're going to get after him early. I think they're going to try to take him down and take him out as a factor in the game. And if they do that, it's going to be a long day for Kansas City. Yeah, I think um, the defense um, for the Buccaneers has been pretty good, um, especially through the playoffs. So um, they'll be out to stomp on Mahomes um the but the the protocol that he was in the the concussion protocol um the only thing that I was happy about that the NFL did was that it was an independent doctor that cleared him it wasn't an NFL doctor which is why I put a bit more trust um in it rather than this kind of any given Sunday kind of scenario where oh yeah we'll just give him an injection it'll be fine um Katie what about you is there anyone that uh, is going to stand out this this weekend no, it's it's so hard because this both teams are just stacked with stoops with superstars. Um, I think that it's it really is just going to to come down to. I'm, I'm I'm can I choose a unit? I'm just really if the Tampa Bay defensive back unit, so the passing <laughs> the passing attack for the Tampa Bay Bucks. If they can shut down Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, you know, and and they are able to take their game to that next level, that's what the difference maker is going to be for me. Is that uh, passing attack? Um, if, if they're able to shut it down for for Tampa, because there there are so many weapons for them, and um, I think that they've got a lot of fantastic uh, pass rushers, with Shaq Barrett and um, Sue. I mean, like there's there's they have a lot of guys that can get after the quarterback, but it's uh, covering in the coverage that the, the Bucks kind of tend to struggle. So if that, if they can step up, then that's what uh, is really going to be a difference maker in the game for me. If an inch and you'll take a mile, um, <laughs> just take a whole unit. Why don't you? Um, you mentioned the guy I was going to mention is, is uh, Sue. And I think, I actually think he's going to have a really, really important part to play in this game. Um, and I think he is he's going to have a huge game. And I think he's probably one of these players that's coming, coming towards the end of the latter period of his career. So um, he's going to want to, to make his mark. And I think this Sunday is, is the Sunday that he does that. And um, I think this game will be won by a defence. As much as you've got Brady and Mahomes, I think it's the defences that are, are Whichever one of those defenses shines is the one that's going to come out as the winner. Uh, what we'll do is we'll take a real short break and we'll be right back with uh, more Super Bowl. Okay, so we're back. We still have John, Craig and Katie. None of them have fallen out yet. Um, although we are going to talk about guests and win margins, so um, that might happen. Um, before we get to that, though, um, what's going to be the big... We kind of talked about it um, when we weren't recording um what's going to be the biggest factor is it going to be quarterbacks or is it going to be the defense katie 
Well, I feel like I kind of already gave it away with, with what I was saying before, because I chose an entire defensive unit um, as my as my game changer for the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the Buccaneers, they don't have very many weaknesses, but if, if they do, uh, if they do have a weakness and what they do struggle, it's definitely with the pass defense. And I mean, if you're facing any team, I mean, facing a team like the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, that is not a good matchup. So I think that that is um, the biggest weakness for, for the Buccaneers. Um, and also on the, the Chiefs side of the ball, they're going to be without Eric Fisher. And he is a, a huge part of that offensive line. So that's something for, that I think is going to be a weakness for Kansas City is, is their offensive line to see what kind of protection that they can give Patrick Mahomes to find the time to find those open receivers. And so, Craig, can those offensive lines hold back the D um, and let Brady and Mahomes go to town, or is it going to be a tough, tough day at the office for for the quarterbacks? Yeah, I, I get the feeling this is going to be quite low scoring. So, I, you know, particularly the way that the semi-finals, or the sorry, the divisional rounds went, the um, it, it's going to be quite low scoring. I think it'll be quite tentative. I'm I'm really intrigued to see the coaches match up. You know, um, it would easy for me to take that way out being a coach myself but I, I very much appreciate tactics involved in situations you know I want to see what these guys have up their sleeve it's Super Bowl week there's nothing to wait for next week there's nothing else to prepare for so everything they've got in their playbook is going to come out this weekend uh, and I want to see what they've got what tricks they've got up their sleeve how they're going to win the Super Bowl Okay, and we've seen that Andy Reid can pull things out, so um, that that should be quite interesting. Um, John, what about you? Who, who's who's got the edge here, the D or the the quarterbacks? I mean, if Craig is going to go for the coaches on that, I might as well go for the referees. Let's go with the stripes and, <laughs> and play them as the factor into this. Um, honestly, I think it's going to be a little bit of a combo. I know you don't want to hear that, but um, I, I think with, with Brady and Mahomes both, if they can get the ball out quick, I think they're going to have the advantage. But I again, I think that both defenses are pretty solid and they're, they're going to get after them quarterback. So a lot of it will be that, that playbook and to see how quick they can get the ball to their receivers and, and down the road. And if that's the case... I actually think it may be the opposite. I think it may be a little bit higher of a score. Um, but yeah, go coaches, go go referees. We're good. <laughs> referees already had their win earlier in the playoffs, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> not, not better at all. Um, right then, so John, but we'll stick with you for the moment. And so who's going to win uh, and what's going to get them across the line? So... I think I'm going to take the Bucks for the win. And the reason why is I think that Brady has a lot more to play for. I know that seems weird because he's already gotten seven rings. Um, but I think that they're going to prevail with the weapons that he has. Uh, not to mention, like Katie said, that Eric Fisher's out with the torn Achilles. Uh, Mitchell Schwartz is out with the back injury still. And then Robinson and Kilgore couldn't wait for the haircut. So, you know, they don't even get a practice with the team until Saturday if they're even allowed to play. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to go with the Bucks for the win. Bucks for the win. What about you, Katie? I can see you're desperate to jump in. I'm I'm just shocked. Um, I thought that we had to give scores too. Oh, I've yeah, we do. You do. But but I was oh, just doing who you want to win first. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Don't worry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Katie just so... loves the competition. You <laughs> look shocked. Well. <laughs> Well, so this is this is what the I'm I'm going with the Chiefs. And the reason that I'm going with the Chiefs is because we already saw in week 12 that uh, that the Buccaneers can't cover Tyreek Hill and um, and Kelsey, Travis Kelsey has proven you know, time and time again that basically nobody can guard him. So I'm going to go with, you know, the, the Madden glitch, my human cheat code, Patrick Mahomes and finding those those two consistently. Um, and I think that that's what's going to, to help them win the game. And I mean, the, I, we talk about Patrick Mahomes a lot and, and that offense because they are just so good. But one thing we do need to keep in mind is that the Kansas City defense isn't all that bad either. Um, Tyron Matthew has been playing out of his mind. And it, I think that the, they kind of are get, getting a little bit overlooked. So I think that they are going to be able to, to match up pretty well with the Buccaneers um, weapons. So yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. Chiefs. Um, Craig, it's it's a 
probably almost the, the perfect matchup. There's lots of storylines that are going to come out um, from the Super Bowl once it's all done and said, or said and done even. Um, who's 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 taking this? It's, it's a close one to call, and you know, and it's, this has bitten me before because I've gone against Brady in every round so far. But I am going to say the Chiefs are going to win it, which probably means the Bucks will win. Um, but thanks, Craig. Appreciate that. Yeah, they've got. They've, it's just every time you see Mahomes with the ball in, in his possession, you're pretty confident <laughs> that they're going to score. I know the Bucks have got a good defense, and I did say I think it would be low scoring, but you know, Mahomes is still going to throw multiple touchdown passes. Um, they're they're going to put three, four scores on the board. So it's uh, can Brady keep up with that? Possibly. He also has the weapons to do it too. But I think the Chiefs can just edge it. Okay, um, and I'm going with the Bucks. Um, I've made the mistake this season as well is is betting against Brady, um, and I think as, as Katie alluded to, he's been given so many weapons to choose from. Um, now, he does have to make sure he throws it to them um, and not over them or under them. But I think he finds a way. He's, he's, he's not got six Super Bowl rings for, for nothing. So um, he's probably played more Super Bowls than than probably anyone else um, at this stage of his career. So, um, yeah, I think the Buccaneers are going to win. I think the defense is going to have a great game for the Buccaneers as much as, as Brady in the offense. So I'm going Buccaneers. Um, we'll quickly recap what happened on guess the win margins. Then we'll go over that. So Craig, unfortunately you, you'd lost guess the win margins, uh, but not by much to be, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I think you, you had a bad week maybe as all. Um, so you only ended up with four. <laughs> Lots of high weeks. Um, you had four, four wins. Um, John, you did particularly well. Um, you had six wins. Um, although, as, as Craig's just said, you know there was there was no buys. So, I mean, you should probably have had more. Um, so, we'll, we'll, challenge accepted. Yeah. So, I think we'll probably what we'll do next year um, or next season, probably week one, even I think is probably a good time to have it. Is have you both on? Um, and we'll have you guys head to head um, for for week one. So um, here's my thing, though. Since I didn't do particularly well with that many games, we'll make a little bet that if I get more than you on week one, you have to wear a Denver Broncos jersey for the whole season next season. Ooh, challenge! <laughs> what, what, is, you, says, I, 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 I don't know about James that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that was you, Craig. That was you. That was, that was me. Good. Well, <laughs> I can maybe get away with the orange because it can kind of be like. Oh, 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 I think James too. Maybe I'll send one to both of you guys, and you both have to wear the jersey for the whole season. And I will also <laughs> wear one for the whole season, John. If you win, will do. <laughs> <laughs> it means it needs, does mean it needs to go the other way with the Browns, though. So and the Cowboys. <laughs> so you can choose between the two. I look better in blue. <laughs> that means Kate's stuck with the Browns then <laughs> um, so that was gets the win margins um, and yeah it, it was quite a, a popular segment that we had on the show all year long um, so we were glad that yourself and sorry John and Craig could be part of that um, but now is the big one is the Super Bowl so we're not guessing win margins we're going to guess the exact score now we have already had our part one of our Super Bowl coverage where we had Alex Kranis, who won in week 11. Um, and he has taken the Chiefs 38 to 31. So he thinks it's going to be a, a high scoring game. Um, and then we had Jenna um, Harner um, from um, WPIX in Pittsburgh. Um, and she has taken the Chiefs also. Um, she thinks the score is going to be a little bit lower. Um, so she's went 28-24. Will we, who will we go to first? I think we'll go to Katie first. Um, what is going to be the final score on Sunday? So I think that the Buccaneers, and I'm going to take it that next step here, James. I think the Buccaneers are going to be leading at halftime. And in true Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City Chiefs fashion, they are going to come back and win in the second half. So I have the final score of the game being 31 to 27 Chiefs. 
Chiefs. Okay, I'll put a wee side note in there that you again go a bit further and take the the halftime as well. Um, I'll go next, um, and then we'll let the we'll let John and Craig battle out for the for the last one. Um, so I went Buccaneers. Um, I think it will be a bit lower of a scoring game. Um, I think the defences are, are going to have a massive part to play. Um, so I'm taking the the Bucks, um, and I'm taking them 21-17. So, John, you took the Buccaneers as well. So we'll go with Craig, who went with the Chiefs. Well, Save the best for last. That's good. It's funny that the score you went for, James, because I've actually went for a very similar score, but flipped the other way around. But I'm going to include, you know, I'd, there's definitely going to be a safety in this game. I'm calling it now. So I'm going 23-17. 23-17 to the Chiefs. Calling okay. the safety as well. Let it be known I get bonus points for that when that safety happens. So I've got Katie who's has got... Um, the box up at half time, and I've got Craig taking a safety. Um, John, I also any, think any... it's going to be tails. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what are these called? It's like the novelty hedge bets, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, John, um, anything else you want to throw in um, to here? <laughs> I think a referee is going to get knocked over by the by the Buccaneers sideline in the first quarter. So that's my that's my upper bet. <laughs> Um, but no, I think, um, again, it, well, it's fun to watch Katie cringe because the fact that both you and I, James, have said the Bucks, all of a sudden Katie's like, oh, do I want to change my mind? Uh, she looks a little nervous over there. So I think it's going to be the Bucks. Uh, I think it's going to be 31 to 24. 31 to 24. So I think when I look through the scores, um, they are actually all pretty close. Um, and everyone's got like... 17 points is like the lowest amount of points that either team scores. So although we were saying it, we think it would be a low-scoring game, actually, it's probably going to be a, a higher-scoring game than we maybe think. But um, it's going to be a huge game. It's going to be massive. It's The Super Bowl is what it is each year, and it is a real show. Um, you've got halftime show as well. So um, it's going to be such a good game. Now, the kind of final question then, um, to wrap up our Super Bowl coverage. Um, Tom Brady apparently came out and said to someone that he wants to play past his 45th birthday. Um, that's ambitious. However, we've seen that his body just seems to know no bounds and father time is maybe knocking on the door, but no one's answering. Um, Craig, do you think he can make it past his 45th birthday? And if he can, is he still on a playoff team? Um, well, the way he's looking just now, you know, he's, he certainly doesn't look like an old man. Um, he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the playoffs. I know there's been a, a varied age range of quarterbacks that have played, but, you know, he certainly looks like he could keep going into next season. Um, and if the Bucks can keep all those players around, keep all those weapons and the defense together, could also be a playoff team and possibly a Super Bowl contender next year as well. So um, I'll say yes, that he can keep going if he so chooses to. Okay. John, what about yourself? Is he, is Father Time, is he going to answer the door to it? Sometime I think Giselle soon? shut the door on him. So I think they put up the <laughs> do not disturb sign. Um, honestly, though, again, from, from my comment earlier, I think that if he wins this, he's going to want to go out on top. Um, I don't think that he necessarily, but because typically pro fashion of, of, a, of the Super Bowl is if, if they do win, like I expect them to, some of those players are going to be gone to new teams with big, huge contracts and stuff like that. So they're not going to have the same team as next year. So I think if he wins, he probably retires and goes out on top, just like Peyton Manning did. Go on then, Katie. I can see you bursting into your box. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, I just, I, I can't imagine Tom Brady riding off into the sunset. I just feel like, I mean, the guy hasn't eaten a strawberry. He sleeps in a hyperbolic cha chamber. Uh, he takes care of his body in a, a way that nobody, no, no other athletes really do. Like he is such a strict diet and exercise. I don't, I just can't picture him retiring, even if he does win, which I, I don't think he will, but I don't, I just, I don't see him retiring. And I mean, this is a team that was seven and nine a year ago, two years ago, the Bucks were five and 11. And now they're in the Super Bowl with the 
quote unquote old quarterback. Um, but he's not, he's not showing any signs of slowing down and, and he has so many weapons around him. I can see him win or lose coming back for one more year. Hey, Katie, do you think that him and Drew Brees, though, I think they're actually coordinating their retirement speeches so that they can do them at the same time. So when they met after the game, two, you know, two hours later, I think that's what they were talking about. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's interesting to me, too, because I think, you know, like, like Craig was saying, he, he doesn't look like an, an old quarterback. Like, think about how John Elway looked when he retired. And, I mean, even Ben Roethlisberger, the way he looks now, I think that those guys – just took care of their bodies differently. And the way that Tom Brady plays, I mean, he's definitely smart enough. Um, I think that he takes care of his body really, really smartly. And um, he, he, I could see him trying, like you said, a couple of weeks ago when you were on the show, you have to take the walker away from him. Um, I just see the, the competitive nature in him and him not wanting to really hang it up just yet. I think there is this kind of willy wonty and, <sighs> in terms of whether he wants to go out on top or whether he actually just enjoys playing football. Um, and I think, I think, I don't think the winning this Sunday counts. I think it, it will count as if, as it gets closer to preseason, does he actually want to do it? And does he still have the love for the game that he, he had years ago when he was in new England? Um, and I think, I think that's what it'll come down to. I don't think it, <clears throat> it actually will matter whether they win or lose on at the weekend. I think it's just going to come down to how he feels. Um, and does he still have that kind of, uh, uh, you look at guys like Michael Jordan, he had, he, he just going to give up. He didn't want to play anymore. He was done. And, and he kind of, he called time on his own career because he just didn't enjoy it anymore. He didn't enjoy the kind of politics that was going on around the time at the NBA. Um, and I think Brady doesn't have that kind of issue um, so it is just the love of the game and, and how much he wants to play on um, that is our, our Super Bowl coverage um, any final thoughts from anyone anyone want to go with anything mad that's going to happen this Sunday well I said that Tails was going to be the winner um, for the coin toss John said that one of the referees is going to be taken over um, in the first quarter by uh, the Buccaneers sideline and uh, Craig, he, what, what was it? They called a safety. Oh, he's calling a safety. Um, James, you didn't pick something weird to happen in the game. Oh, right. Okay. So I have to pick something weird that's going to happen. Okay. Um, Safety's not weird, by the way. It's going to happen. I'll say, yeah, safety's, <laughs> safety is like a real possibility, whereas John's might be just a little bit out there. Um, <laughs> I think, um, oh, this is a tough one. Oh. I think that the Gatorade color will be brown. Eh, not brown, sorry. I don't know what I said. Brown. Oh, my God. No, no, no brown. <laughs> you know what? I was looking at Craig's shirt, and I said brown. What I was going to say was blue. Um, so I'm going for the Gatorade color um, is going to be blue when they, they pour that over the winning coach. Okay, so I have a fun fact going back to your previous question about Brady. So if he is truly chasing the record for the age limit too, since he's kind of crushed all the other ones, um, it looks like most of the guys played up until they were 45. John Nesser was there, Flutie, Steve DeBerg. But the oldest quarterback was actually 48 years old. So does he chase that record is, is the big question. But that was quite a while ago. That was uh, George Blanda for the Bears. Um, so I don't know if he that also, plays into it, if he's actually chasing another record, if that's going to be one of them. Well, if he's record chasing, he could go and get a new team as well and try and take a third team to the Super Bowl. Oh, that'd be fun to watch. <laughs> if I didn't and like what, Baker Mayfield so much, I would say Cleveland. But <laughs> as you say, Broncos, Broncos need some quarterback help. We, we could take him here. I feel like there'd be a lot of bad blood at the beginning, but if he said he would come here, I think that that would be eliminated. Very so on that bombshell that Brady's, heading to Denver um, after the season's <laughs> finished. Uh, we'll we'll finish it off there. John, Craig and Katie, as always, thank you so much for joining us um, on Across the Pond Sports Podcast. Um, that is our NFL shows done. A huge thank you to Craig, to John, to Katie uh, for joining me today and also to Alex 
and Jenna, who joined me yesterday uh, for part one. Um, it's two great shows um, that we've managed to put together for you. Um, hope you've enjoyed them. If you have, go to your review board and give us a review on Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, and enjoy the Super Bowl. It's going to be a great, great game, I think. Um, as I said, during the podcast, there's a lot of storylines that are going to come out during the game and after the game. It is definitely one not to be missed. Um, so enjoy it, um, however you're going to enjoy it. COVID safe and, and all that kind of thing. So and if you want to get us on social media, um, you can do so. Across the spot, across the pond, sports podcast on Instagram and on Facebook, on Twitter at ATP Sports Pod, and on Clubhouse at ATP Sports. So um have a great weekend. Um thanks so much for listening to our NFL coverage throughout the season. Um Katie will undoubtedly be back um covering um things from free agency to trades to um, the draft when that happens as well and I'm sure she's going to jump over occasionally um, uh, onto the Across the Pond NHL podcast um, so if you're a big fan of ice hockey um, that is out and, and they're running those shows just now um, with Josh and Chris so please do have a listen um, and see what they're up to on Across the Pond NHL podcast uh, but for now um, we will still have shows uh, next week um, we'll be concentrating on the NFL um, next week. Uh, sorry, the NBA next week. The NFL's done. Uh, we'll be concentrating on the NBA. That is back. Um, has been running for a while. Ryan's done a great job. Uh, we had Gabby on as a guest uh, this week. Um, and we've got some big guests coming up. We have a Utah Jazz guest coming up that I'm very excited about. Um, we'll tell you more about that later. But yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, so stay with Across the Pond. Sports Social Podcast Network.